...depression and despair to relate to others in the kind and loving ways that give relief. He himself is a prime example of how joyful a person can be, even in great adversity, as he has been continually beset with extreme mistreatment by powerful enemies, which might be considered sufficient reason to be traumatized, outraged, fearful, and despairing. But here's his secret. For Buddhists, nirvana or the true state of cessation of suffering, is the actual refuge. It is our undisciplined state of mind that causes our suffering. If we can eliminate the causes of suffering, we will attain the state of liberation or nirvana, or a true and lasting happiness. A person becomes a Buddhist by taking refuge. But the Dalai Lama does not see converts, does not urge people to become Buddhists out of respect for other religions. However, in this little saying from the work below, qualified for Buddhists, not to pressure others to agree by fiat, he reveals why he remains happy no matter how many difficulties he and his people face. He has followed the Buddha's discovery and teaching and has found that reality itself is the state of nirvana, freedom from suffering and true happiness, the word lasting meaning beyond even pain and death. So just by transforming the mind, exploring reality, and discovering its true nature, one finds real refuge from suffering. No need to become a Buddhist. When I think of this little saying, I realize where I learned my shortest answer to the frequent question I encounter. What is Buddhism? I always say, nowadays, Buddhism is just realism. Since, as a matter of fact, not a matter of religious belief, Buddha discovered that reality is actually the bliss of freedom and love. The more realistic we are, the happier we will be. Some people say ignorance is bliss, because they think reality is frightening and ultimately awful. Buddha and the Dalai Lama say reality is bliss, therefore ignorance causes suffering. Knowledge conquers ignorance, and so actually wisdom is bliss. The seemingly simple sayings Dr. Singh has assembled, when contemplated over time with a modicum of concentration, overflow with depth of meaning that provides flashes of such wisdom and so encourages your happiness. The final treasure in the work are the three principles of the path. Renunciative transcendence. The sure expression of compassion for yourself, letting yourself off the hook of feeling driven to accumulate relationships, wealth, fame, success, etc., so you can focus on life's purpose. Universal compassion for others. Expanding your sense of identification to include others, eventually all of them. And exchanging the misery of self-preoccupation for the joy of loving devotion to others. And, most importantly, the source of such love. Realistic wisdom that sees through misknowledge and discovers the fortunate reality of things and the courageous and positive attitude it supports. In sum, the three principles are first, real love for yourself by relieving yourself of clutter and distractions to focus on finding your human purpose in freeing yourself from suffering. Second, real love for others, which naturally overflows from your heart when you feel the relief of finding transcendent purpose and you become acutely aware of how intensely most others need that kind of genuine relief just as much as you did. And finally, the discovery of the source of all love in reality itself.
as revealed the unerring critical gaze of transcending wisdom that sees through delusive mental habits about the self and the world and breaks through into the blissful freedom that is the reality that you recognize as having always been there for you, in you, and in all others. So, dear reader, what you have before you in this little book is nothing less than a prescription for improving your life in either modest or far-reaching ways. Tsongkhapa himself famously said, Of all a Buddha's deeds, the deed of speech is the supreme. Therefore, although the mystic may sometimes remain silent in some circumstances, usually out of concern someone will misunderstand her or him, words are vitally important to opening the doorway unto the profound reality that is ever-reliable and can be discovered in experience guided by but beyond the words. Therefore, I invite you to open the book and hear therein the voice of the Dalai Lama, contemplate his words, and enjoy his wisdom, care, and humor day by day. Robert A. F. Thurman, Woodstock, New York, June 7th.